Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Questions, please, for Annalise Drussell of the Health Hub Times Square in Balancholic. Good afternoon to you, Annalise. Good afternoon. And, and you are very welcome. OK, lots of questions, as always, in for you. Let's kick it off with a Douglas listener who says, I am on aspirin and on a statin. Did Annalise once say, I shouldn't be eating licorice all sorts, or did I just imagine it? Um... No, I think probably where that might be coming from is we've talked about licorice before and licorice can increase your blood pressure. So anybody with uncontrolled blood pressure um, should not eat licorice. Or if people notice that they're starting to get a bit headachey and they're eating a lot of licorice all sorts, maybe their blood pressure is being increased because it definitely happens. In fact, I would drink licorice tea every now and then because my blood pressure is low mm. and I know when it's getting low, I get a bit dizzy. So I think for this lady, there's no harm. I mean, everything in moderation anyway, Patricia, you know. So even if you do like the odd piece of licorice or a licorice herbal tea, it shouldn't affect your blood pressure. It would only be eating, it would be be if you were taking a lot of it. Yeah, actually, it's interesting when you say for, because I suffer with low blood blood pressure as well. I didn't realise licorice tea is good for that. Yeah, that's lovely. It's really sweet to drink too. It's gorgeous. Lovely herbal tea. Yeah, yeah. it's gorgeous. It's one of the nicer herbal teas. Okay, question. This is from Mara. Question for uh, Annalise, please. I'm a 62-year-old woman, healthy, very active. I do weight training, walking, swimming etc I eat right no problems except I've gained a couple of kilos very suddenly especially during the last three months and yes you've guessed it it's around my waist and my rear I guess my metabolism has just stopped are there any herbs that might help with the weight gain thanking you Mm, now that's an interesting one there's so many other questions I would ask that lady if she called into the shop because there are things that can increase the likelihood of you Um, putting weight on around the middle um, and around the hip area and that's generally I mean it's a hormonal issue as well so often women will notice it once they start into menopause and our metabolism definitely changes around that time and slows down hugely Um, but other things as well like a lot of stress will cause you to put weight on around the middle Um, so if there's been a lot of stress particularly in this lady's life over the last couple of months And then sometimes it could be something small that you've added or taken away from your diet that is making a difference. Um, I'll always remember one lady coming to me who was on a different weight loss program with another uh, provider and she couldn't understand why she wasn't losing weight. But she had switched from drinking water to drinking pints of milk to try and fill her up and she didn't realize she was taking in nearly six or 700 extra calories a day just with the milk alone. So it could be something small that could be causing it like that. 
um, have a look at the diet first and make sure you haven't made any change that could be significant. And then in terms of the herbs for that, there's certain herbs that will increase your ability to burn fat as a fuel. Um, those would be um, things like green tea extract, green coffee extract, um, cayenne pepper, so chili peppers are very good for upregulating that um, fat burning. It's very hard to get a, a significant improvement with the weight loss supplements. Um, and it's also impossible to do it with getting sit-ups. The only way to do it is to do an overall weight loss program, and that means cutting the calories as well. Sometimes a thyroid or low thyroid function could mean that maybe you're putting on weight, and if you're prone to putting it on around your hips and your, your, your tummy, that's where you put it on before you start putting it on around your face. Um, so maybe if, you're, if you've been feeling low in energy, if your nails and hair have become a little bit brittle, that could maybe mean your thyroid is suffering. So maybe taking a thyroid supplement would be a way of supporting the metabolism in that case. Okay, Veronica in Mitchellstown. Is it safe to take turmeric for someone that is on a blood thinner uh, like warfarin? No, no, is the answer to that. Now, I think to put turmeric powder into your cooking is absolutely fine. fine. But not. But to take turmeric supplements, no. No. Okay, uh, Mary says, my 12-year-old granddaughter has been in hospital three times this month with severe stomach pain. She's been checked for everything, but nothing shows up. But yet she can be doubled up in pain when this pain hits her. Is there any natural cure that Annalise could suggest to alleviate the pain. Can I just say, because when, yeah. when, when I read that, a friend of mine's daughter had very similar symptoms as a teenager and was in and out of hospital. And he eventually, she was diagnosed with migraine. But she never actually got a headache. Everything was in her stomach. Yeah, absolutely. That's very possible, Patricia. And um, that's certainly something to look at as well. I mean, there's so many things that could be causing that pain. And, um, you know, often... Um, Poor digestion of foods means that the stomach is is cramping because um, it's trying to digest hard to digest foods and hasn't the ability. A digestive enzyme might be the answer. Sometimes, um, you know, if you've disrupted the good and the bad bacteria in your gut from antibiotic use or other medication use, that can cause pain and cramping. Um, It is a big thing as well, Patricia, when kids are growing it seems to affect the stomach in a lot of kids and they grow and particularly out of at the it. age she's at, she's 12. Yeah. yeah, so it could be just all around, you know, just, I think, growing pains that are in the stomach. And I think probably the best thing to do is to call into your local health shop and go through the symptoms. I mean, there'd be so many other questions again to ask in this case and it would be, when does it occur? After what kind of meals? Uh, you know, whether that little girl is having a bowel movement every day or not. Um, so there's lots of other things that could be at play, but your suggestion is actually often uh, a common one as well, especially amongst girls coming into puberty. Mm. Okay, where are we going? Annalise. Uh, hi, could you ask Annalise? I have infected gums. I've taken antibiotics. I've been on them for a week. I thought at the time I needed a filling, but it turned out it was an infection in my gum. Is there anything I can do to stop this and prevent it coming back? Because I really look after my teeth. Thank yeah. you. That's from Elizabeth. So I think probably one of the best things um, is the clove oil for teeth. Um, It's very, very antibacterial, so it's great if you have got any gum infection. So you could, um, now, if you've any cuts on your gums, don't rub it onto the gums directly because it'll sting very badly. But you could always put a few drops in with the carrier oil uh, and rub it into the gums. 
um, or you could put a bit into a mouthwash and do a mouthwash uh, with your gums. Also, I'm a big fan of grapefruit seed extract. We talk about it for various different things, but it is a great one to use for a mouth rinse. And if I'm ever traveling, Patricia, I bring it with me and I would always rinse um, my, soak my toothbrush in it. And then I don't feel so bad about brushing my teeth with the water out of the tap. You know, I don't, I feel that it, it uh, prevents against infection as well. So you could do a mouthwash with um, some um, grapefruit seed extract and a little bit of clove oil. Rub the clove oil around the affected gum area and try and avoid having another antibiotic. And then the last thing that I would suggest to keep all of your gums healthy is something called oil pulling. And if you go online, onto YouTube, you'll see lots of videos on how to do oil pulling. You can do it with any kind of oil, but coconut oil is one of the best ones because there is an acid in there called caprylic acid that's very good for getting rid of the nasty uh, bacteria that cause gum disease and pro- promoting the good bacteria that keep our mouth healthy. Okay, yeah, and it's I've I've I've, I've been doing it for a while. It's horrible initially when you do it, but once you get used to it, it's you it's do fine. get used to it. And I'd suggest doing it when you're watching telly. So yeah, so kind of distracted. Why, from you're what wild, you're, doing. Yeah, you're wild away. Okay, uh, texter says I am 66 and still waking two to three times at night with hot flushes. Are there any new remedies? I'm on sage for years. That's doing no good. And the do- my doctor, by the way, does not approve of HRT. So, um, yeah, HRT has become very unpopular, Patricia. A lot of, like my generation, our mothers all would have been on HRT and didn't know what it was to have a menopause symptom. So there has been no mother-to-daughter hand-me-downs of how horrible menopause can actually be for some women. And I would still have customers getting hot flushes in their late 60s. It's it's not entirely uncommon. And sage is the typical remedy. But if that's no longer working, there are a number of different ones that can help. A lot of the ones that have benefits are ones that mimic oestrogen in our bodies. They're plant oestrogens and they're very mild forms of oestrogens, but they can, they can sort of fool the body into, into um, thinking that it's got some oestrogen left. So they would be things like um, soya as isoflavones. Uh, other ones would be things like dong kwai. Uh, red clover is another one. You'll find all of these in health shops. And a lot of them will, uh, of the menopause ones, will have combinations like Wild Nutrition do an excellent menopause complex. Also, um, Dr. Marilyn Glenville, who'd be sort of the expert on female hormones, she does a very good one as well called Menopause Support. So go to your local health shop and ask for a different menopausal remedy and try that and maybe just drink the sage as a tea instead to, you know, to keep the sage in because it, that can work also. Okay, and at 66, she's hopefully coming to the end of it soon. Well, hopefully, exactly, because yeah. and also it's very hot at the moment anyway. Yeah, so it doesn't think, help, yeah, doesn't, doesn't help. help. Uh, May, Mary in May in Wing, sorry, May, uh, wants to make elderflower cordial. The recipe says to use citric acid. Is there a natural product or should it be avoided? Oh, I think citric acid is fine, Patricia. Um, I think it's the best one. I mean, you could use just pure lemon juice, um, but it's probably more, you have to be very, very... Um, stringent about sterilising your bottles and everything because the, there is acetic acid in lemon juice that will act as a preservative but I just don't know if it's enough to keep it from going mouldy. Now to be honest often mine goes mouldy and I just scrape off the mouldy bit at the top and work away. Yeah. It doesn't bother me in the slightest but yeah. some people might be a bit Some people are completely put off by that. Yeah so just the, the citric acid isn't uh, like it's not kind of a, a, it's not a chemical 
it is actually just citric acid that's been isolated or pharmaceutically okay. made. We get it normally in citrus fruits anyway, so I wouldn't worry about using it. Yeah, I think it's just the fact the word acid is in it kind of puts uh, some puts people, people off. Up. You need the acid for preserving. Okay, Mary in North Cork, what kind of food does Annalise recommend if you've been diagnosed with a stomach ulcer? What should you be avoiding and what yeah. should you be taking? So, well, I think the what you should be avoiding, I suppose, is anything as, too acidy or anything too spicy. Um, that will irritate the lining anymore. Um, and that would just be in the short term because ideally what you will do is heal the stomach ulcer. Now, stomach ulcers can be caused by a number of things, but generally it's either the Helicobacter pylori bacteria have affected the ability of your, your cells in your stomach to produce a nice thick layer of mucus to protect the lining. Stress is another factor as well, and it all, again, is affecting the ability of the stomach to protect its lining from acid that's released when you digest. So what you want is an alternative to the mucus layer and Slippery Elm does a beautiful job of that. So take Slippery Elm tablets or powder. If you take the powder, you can take it shortly before you eat, but it's vile. So taking a capsule about 20 minutes before you eat will coat your stomach beautifully and protect it from stomach acid and that will speed up your healing. Uh, Other things that are great for um, stomach ulcers are mastic gum. That's great for healing as well. You'll buy that in in a health shop. And BioNutri do a wonderful one that has a lot of lovely other things in there that are great for healing the gut. And then a herb called Centaurium is very good to help balance the acid in the stomach, uh, which again can help in a roundabout way with healing of ulcers. Okay, and on bruising, I take aspirin, 75 milligrams a day. My arms and legs badly bruise. Is there anything I can take for bruising? Not really. Now, I probably would take a vitamin C, Patricia, just in case. Vitamin C is very important for the collagen of, uh, and like it's very important for the small little peripheral um, veins and capillaries. But the reason that this lady is bruising is because of the aspirin. So the aspirin um, thins the blood. So the blood is basically so thin it's leaking and that's what's causing the bruising. Uh, so I would suggest maybe she goes back and has a chat with the doctor about the dose uh, because it's very unsightly, obviously, to have so many bruises. Um, but that's purely as a result of the aspirin. Um, I don't think vitamin C will make a significant difference in this case. Okay, listen, we leave it there, Annalise. Thank you for that. And have a good week. And we'll chat again next week. That is Annalise Drissel of the Health Hub Times Square uh, in uh, Balancolic. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.